What's up? Brent Gunning, Sam McKee, a couple of golf guys bringing you the golf show. Sammy, mm. I already asked you this once today, but we'll do it again. How you doing today, pal? Doing really well. Um, love the golf show. feel like I have a lot of like golf stuff to talk to you about. Like mm-hmm. myself, um, you know, the golf world in general, the U.S. amateur I was watching last night was absolutely electric. Uh there's a lot of stuff to get into. Weather report, which is horrible right now. Oh um, god! I don't know. Settle down. Like if you're if you're going out to play tonight, like if you're playing like a two thirty tea time or like a yeah. you know a three p.m. tea time, you can't be teeing off much later than three thirty these days because it's fall. But it's cold, so take hey, a hoodie. Tea times at four fifty uh, that I saw yesterday, so that's okay. It's, the world isn't ending. Yeah, but you. I mean, you're you're getting you're getting thirteen holes in at that time, tops. And I hate 16, that. 16. I, that's the thing I don't like about Twilight Golf is you're fighting against the night the whole time. You're always worried if you're going to get it in. And uh, yesterday, I played at Legacy Ridge up here in, in uh, Own Sound. Maybe uh, I'll get to play with course. you one day. Maybe. For, for, he played it without me, but uh, uh-huh. full, of one, full of wonderful people. Uh, shout out everybody there at the, at the pro show. We had a blast. And uh, we played with a listener, actually. Chris from Own Sound, who texts in all the time. Uh, he said that's that awesome. He, he texts in. He said to text in uh, that he uh, wants to trade Austin Matthews every time. So it's hmm. you know it's not. I don't think it's either of our favorite takes, but hey, we love a take. And he and he texted in. He was a really he was a beauty. We played with Chris. Have Mark. a take and don't uh, suck. Jim Rome said it best. Bought, bought me a nice cold Bud Light on the course. Really enjoyed our, myself. Uh, but we, my mom and I, were gonna we were, we had this scheduled. And we were gonna play, and the forecast bud was horrible. Like Grim. it was 100% chance of rain for the entire time we were going. Like literally <laughs> said 100%. <laughs> we're like, oh my God. But my, I was like, we're not going to go. We're not going to go. Shout out Marianne. She comes downstairs Love in her it. golf shirt. She's like, yes. what's the worst? Way? And I was like, all right, let's go. So we went out there and we got 16 and a half dry holes wow. with 100% chance of rain. On Shout the out Marianne. Oh, sorry. Seven, 17, it started to like drizzle a little bit. 18, it was an absolute, it was pouring rain. Made a birdie on 18 in the pouring wow. rain to shoot a 76. Uh, my best round of the year. Really happy. Made an eagle on the first hole. My first ever eagle at Legacy Ridge. So really enjoyed myself yesterday. We had a, we had a lot of fun. So I know you were teeing it with your mom too. We're yeah, very, very lucky to be able to do that kind of thing. Uh, the golf guys were were out there teeing it with their mums. I uh, I yep. was out at uh, I was out at Millcroft, which is just mm. a wild course where uh, a lot of driving. Like a neighborhood. Uh, yeah, like I had to. I'm trying to think. I had to cross at least three or four times a road on a golf cart, mm-hmm. which is just like a fun. Uh, but I'll I'll admit when I saw the layout of it and where it was, maybe I just immediately was like, eh, this is going to stink. But I thoroughly enjoyed myself. It was my first Good. time out there. First time I got out with my mom this year. And then uh, I, nice. uh, th- this is just kind of happy happenstance. Was are you me, still uh, broken? Or are yeah. you back? No, I'm, okay I'm, I'm back to playing bad golf, but not broken okay, golf. But yeah, no, you're not bad. You're okay. Yeah, you're okay. Pretty, In the grand scheme pretty, of things, you're, you're the okay. The grand scheme of things. Uh, but it was a classic case. So me, uh, my mom, and my mom's husband, all three of us coming from different places show up to the course all wearing scarlet red shirts black shorts oh looked like we were in a yeah so my mom like loved it it was her favorite thing ever oh, of like course. oh let's take a picture the starter could not get his jokes off oh. fast enough and yeah so it was uh it was a day so shout out to everybody uh, out there at millcroft yeah but we uh we got her back semi That's the on worst. the rails 
but I there's something I have a fear, and like you can talk to my wife about this. Anybody, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate matching. Like, there's nothing that brings me more fear than like yeah. matching with somebody. Oh, and God. that to me, if we showed up, I would be just like, I I might just buy a new shirt at the pro shop and be like, I, I, I so I it's want, time for a new golf shirt anyway. It is so like it's X season, you know. And I remember back in my high school days, me and my bud Daniel, shout out Skilly, yeah. we we're going shout to out the Fridays. X. Yeah, and it was like we're just meeting. It's like, hey, I'll meet you at this bus stop, and we'll go down to the X. And we both get there, both have on black Nikes, camo shorts, black golf shirt. And it's like mm. we're just walking around the X, and it's like, uh, you know, it's a slightly different time in high school. People are just – the guys running the games are just hammering us left, right, and center. <laughs> could not take a step. And it's like we're both like take off your shirt, and it's like we both only have undershirts. So it was just such wow. a such a bad scene. It was bad because, scene. So, yeah. You were at the X. You could have bought like a bootleg, you know, Cristiano Ronaldo TFC jersey. TFC jersey? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I could have. I could have. Uh, missed opportunity there, uh, yeah. I guess. But, yeah, I'm with and you. Then, I uh, I don't love it. I'll say that much. I definitely don't love it. Yeah, and last weekend, I played with my buddy Donnie at Table oh, Shanter. Okay, I'm so happy. I texted Tell- yeah, I was going to say, you're like, when we were doing sports that today, which just wrapped up, and you were like, I love companionship. I'm like, your buds love companionship. And I want to be clear, very happy to have received the WhatsApp messages from Dottie. Loved every single one of them. But I'm like, the your D-man. buds love companionship so much. Oh, yeah. They're just like, hey, are you also a companion? Can I tell you about golf? And I'm like, yes, you can. At all times, you can do that. But I'm so, so happy you brought this up. You see that shot that Roy McIlroy hit yesterday through the trees? I did. I did. And do you remember Tam O'Shanter well or no? I vaguely. Like, if you so, walk me through it, I could probably get there in my head. So there's the, the first part of three is number three. Yep. And the number four is the kind of elbow around the yeah, corner. Yeah, yeah. Where it's I not that, that long, but it's an extreme yep. elbow. Yeah. I, I hit that a drive one. that was, I hit a five wood that was like right in line with those trees. Yeah, so I, I was, know that this whole, I'm perfectly. Yes. Yeah. And I played a back foot seven iron <laughs> that I just punched. Went yep. straight through the trees, hit like an upslope in front of the green, hopped up to 15 feet. Amazing. And I three-putted for bogey, which yeah, was horrific, but it was incredible. And Golf Donnie gods. Hit his best, Donnie hit his best drive of the day there, absolutely pumped it. The boys were buzzing after we left that. We're like, oh, those are the best shots. Is I Donnie also, a lefty? I, Is he a lefty? No, he's a righty. He's a righty. Oh, wow. Good drive on yeah. that hole for a righty. It's yeah. not easy. Yeah, no, he put it over the trees right down. There. It was a gorgeous swing. Really nice swing by my boy Donnie. But... Uh, we were playing with a couple, uh, Tony and Moni, and uh, they're a fine enough couple. Um, didn't speak a ton of English, I wouldn't say. And uh, my boy Tony picked up my ball oh. from the fairway twice. Oh, twice. J- okay. Okay. Twice. I was Tw- in the not- middle of the fairway, and he picked it up. And we got to the par three, par five, 13th, I think, that runs along yep. the road there. I think it's 13. Yep. And I hit one into the left area but like not gone and yeah. there was some ball confusion yeah, yeah this and, happens but it was in play and it was <laughs> gone and i mean you can't give a guy a benefit of the doubt when he's already picked it up no. twice at that point anyways ended up taking a drop there was people behind us didn't want to hold it up you know how yeah, i yeah, get yeah. i'm like ah, i'll just drop one yeah, i'll drop yeah. one I drop one, I get a bogey, and I end up shooting at 80 instead of a 79. So oh. that guy cost me uh, the 70s, which really hurt me. But yeah, yeah. Uh, come on, Tony, to get Tony. out of here. Shout out Tony and Moni on a Friday. Come on, that's that's tough. You don't like that. That reminds me of when no. we were playing when we went out to Alberta. The guy I played with in my first match. Shout out to Dale. 
uh, you know, mm. older gentleman, and he wasn't too interested in bending over to see what if the golf ball, you know, we're all playing white golf balls, right? Yes. Uh, and Good. it's, he didn't, he didn't, uh, wasn't too interested in bending over to see which ball was his. So he would just take a wedge and just move it around a little. And it's like, oh, oh that, okay. that's me. And I was like, oh, come, come on, dude, we could, we could find another way to do it than just moving the ball uh, half the time. Yeah, that's you want to see if it's yours. It wasn't great. Did you call yeah. on that? Well, it was like, yeah. I mean, no, but it was not like, it wasn't. It was never done. Like, I was watching. I'm like, is this guy fluffing up his ball? Like, what's going on here? Because half the time it'd be mine. I'd be like, oh, that's yours. And it's like, okay. okay. All right. All right. But so, yeah, it was, uh, it was just odd. You know, I was trying to, I was at my, I was a match play novice. I wasn't sure if I was just like, should I get uber aggressive? Call him on this, get in his kitchen, not mm-hmm. give him putts. I didn't know what, uh, what was at play there. Uh, but yeah, that's, uh, that, that just made me think of that. Uh, not as bad as having two balls picked up from the fairway, but I'd be lying if it didn't irk me a little. Uh, 590-590 on the text line. Please include your name and location. If you're getting out there this weekend, we want to hear where. Uh, let us know where you are and let us know where you're teeing it up. But you, you said uh, you had a bunch of things. You want to dump in the text line? Well, you want to go elsewhere? What do you no, got for I, me? I got, I mean, with it's really shout out Friday here, but shout out my boy Maddie and Jeff last night for tipping me off to the USAM. There wasn't a whole lot on last night. Mm-hmm. I was watching a bit of the Elks game when they were getting their first win of the season. So good for the Elks. Big shout but out I, to them. Yeah, good for you. You got to win. Good on you. Uh, now one and nine. Way behind my beloved Argos. Uh, and they said, hey, you should check out the U.S. Amateur. It's tied with five holes left to go here. It's, and this kid is unranked. Um, I forget the guy's name. Rui Chang, who was okay. playing against like one of the top guys. Like, I know nothing about this. I want everyone yeah, yeah, yeah. to know that I am not aware of what's going on. But I feel like I have to talk about this. It was on the Golf Channel. And I feel like it was a – you could just get the sense the way that they were talking about it, that Chang was a massive underdog in this match. Like that he was like, this is, he was unranked. He's crazy to even have gotten to this point. And he's in a battle with one of the more top ranked guys, one of the studs. I pick it up on the, I think it's the 15th hole I get it on. The 16th is a, uh, oh no, the, it was the 15th was a par three. This kid Chang hits one so perfect. Like it is, he's, he says, be good. He loves it. It hits the top pin, the top of the flagstick. Like, right off the top, where and I think it was uh, Smiley Coffin's like, that's where you aim your range finder to get a yardage. Like, it was the perfect <laughs> shot. Great line. Kicks, kicks back off the green, way off the green. He has to go up a huge hill. He ends up getting it up and down for par. They both par. They move on to the next hole. Mm-hmm. Next hole is a match easier play. one. Should probably yes, clarify match that. match play. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Next one, it's an easier hole. Both of them hit perfect drives. Chang goes first. He's got 147 in. He hits a shot. He goes, he says, oh, be good again. And this time, <laughs> Gunner, it's even better. It one hops into the heart of the hole to win the hole, to go up one, going into the 17th at the U.S. Amateur. It was unbelievable. Like, I was sitting here watching it, and it's like, I almost thought it was, like, recorded or, like, it was a highlight. Like, you can't believe that something that you're watching live happens like that. Anyways, the other kid, not Chang, goes over, wins this, eight, wins the 17th with a good birdie. The other guy pars, whatever. They move to 18, all square. On 18, Chang hits a perfect drive. The other guy threw the fairway into the water. At this point, it's dark, Gutter. It's mm-hmm. dark. Like it's like it's like you're trying to scramble at Lakeview to finish up on 18. Like it is <laughs> full on dark. They bring out floodlights for the 18th green so that these wow. guys can have shots in. Love that. Ch- Chang goes first, hits one to about 15, 20 feet. 
Butler on his third shot, I think his name was Butler, on his third shot, hits one up, and it takes two hops, almost goes in, Gunner. Like, it was like a <laughs> less than a foot from going in the hole, sucks back to about four feet. They're in the dark. They're putting on the green. It's in the dark. There's floodlights. It's surrounded by the USAM. They both, Chang goes first, and he hits a terrible putt, and it has oh. about five about five feet left total knee knocker slider in the dark floodlights us amateur the other kid has about four feet they both hit him into the heart of the hole it was incredible they met they tied i haven't i don't know when it's on today i don't know what the scenario is and, do you want to know i have it in front of me do you oh, want to know who won who won uh not chang he lost it on oh, the 19th hole. Yeah. To, to, are you ready for this golf name to John Marshall Butler from Louisville, oh, Kentucky. Oh, that's too bad. Did it say when they lost first hole? Does it say? or? Well, it's 19. Like, they had to go to an extra hole. Also, he just won in the first playoff hole. He just hole. won in the first bad. playoff hole, yeah. So, anyways, that was a great run for him. It was incredible. I was so impressed watching it. And then, during, like, because it's like a one match on the course, so yep. they're not really showing anything. And then they flash to the first tee, and Bryson DeChambeau <laughs> is there ripping driver... Persimmons drivers off the first tee with like a hundred people around them just cheering them on. It was maybe the most electrifying 40 minutes of golf watching I've okay. had in since like the Masters. It was incredible. Okay. If if the camera cuts and Rory McElroy is there hitting Persimmons, is it awesome or is it, oh, look at me. I'm well, Rory. I have to make everything about my like I just want to know where the goalposts are. And again, we started the show off with me saying I am a serial goalpost mover. So just admit mm. that's what's happening if that's what's happening. But I had that exact thought, and I thought the same thing. Ah, that is pretty cool. I also thought if that was just about any other guy in the game of golf, that you'd be going, oh, had to make it all about yourself. Da, 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 da. Is, is there a little something there? Well, first of all, uh, Rory probably wouldn't have time, considering he's playing at the highest level in the uh, PGA. So he probably wouldn't have had time to be there. But I think there's just a certain something about Bryson that makes it cool, because he's just such a massive dork. And the okay. fact that he's out there, like, hitting Persimmons, uh, may I add that he hit those Persimmons two, 341 yards and drove the green <laughs> on the first hole with one, which I thought was absolutely incredible. Like, I, it was amazing because Smiley Coffin was just, like, dumbfounded. He didn't know <laughs> he was there. He's like, what is going? Like, they were all so floored. And I was wondering, I was like, God, like, you know, Golf Channel having Bryson on here. Like, I'm sure, like, do you think they had a conversation in the truck when they're like they're broadcasting this it's been a long day mm. do you think they had the conversation like they had to put in a call to someone to show this because it's like you know the pga tour and nbc and golf channel it's like they're all in bed together rightfully so like it's one yeah. of the main but like they're gonna put they're gonna show bryson dechambeau like in a positive light they had him there signing all these autographs for kids taking pictures with everyone it's like that's a pretty positive light to show Bryson in. Maybe we're starting to feel that Saudi buddy starting to trickle in here. I was surprised that they showed it in such a positive light and talked about it like that. Yeah, I think to me it's just case in point that the agreement that they said is not a merger or whatever. They can call it whatever they want. It's like it's clear that it's already taking effect. If this was six months ago and they were still at each other's throats, I highly doubt they're probably mm -hmm. they're probably like escorting Bryson off the property or something like that, right? Yeah, so maybe. yeah, that's a that's a fair catch. And yeah, I think it definitely is proof that things are are kind of thawing there uh, as well. I was quickly just pulling up the 
the like USAM history. Do you know Connor's lost in the final of the USAM? I did know that. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. I don't think I. Uh, I didn't have that one uh, in my bingo card for whatever reason. So shout out to Corey and Connors back in 2013. I think there was a. I forget what the three were, but they put it up on the broadcast. The only three guys to win the U.S. Open, the USAM, and one other tournament. I forget was what the Jack three were. Tiger and. I don't know. I'm just saying. It's like, Bryson. generally speaking. Oh, it was Bryson. Yeah, so those are the The three memorial, was, I guess. No, but there was another one. There's another tourney that was like a prestigious one. That oh, might not okay. I know what you're talking about. It's one. like whether a Curtis Cup or a Walker Cup or something. Yeah, or like something. one of those kind of things. But oh, no, you know what it was? That... It was the. It was probably the NCAA. Like, that was probably yes, it. It was probably correct. NCAA, exactly USAM, US Open. Yes, and the only three guys to win that are Bryson. Tiger, well, no, and Jack. no, that's insane. It's Tiger, it's Jack, and it's Bryson Asterisk. Ah, yeah, it's fair. Yeah, I'll, I'll hear you win that. it. It's yeah. a bit. Of, yeah, I'll okay. hear that. Oh. I was ready. I, oh, this is like, have you seen that video of like a woman goes in to return something in a storm? It's like, oh, I kind of wanted to fight about it a little. I was ready to have the Damn. Bryson fight, and then you just capitulate. You're like, yep, he has to earn it again. And I'm like, oh, you're Buddy, killing me. I wanted you- to have the fight. One of my tent pole takes is that I the know, Dodgers go don't, doesn't count, and it's like I can't, I can't flip flop. Although I'd say golf is a little different. I think you know the the I think the way that the gallery probably would have treated Bryson, he probably would have been, was that during like the Brooksy thing, like that was after that, so he that probably would have been hearing some Brooksy stuff. Oh yeah. So like it would have been a very different animal, but to play as well as he did at such a hard golf course and beat yep. the brakes off, all like it's a little different, but it's still asterisks. Uh, yeah, you that can't, you can't get around that. It's just the thing for me is that it's like if you're one of those guys, that's part of the test of doing it is being yeah, in the 100%. swirl of all of it, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, you, I mean, who was it? Wasn't it Kepka complaining or Rom complaining about Rory this year? Like even the elite of the elite yeah. get bothered by this. So and also it was Rom. Just, uh, yeah, it was Rom. At yeah, it was the, Rom. Uh, it was Rom. At, was it at the U.S. Open? Oh no, was that the Open? Yeah, was that the Open? The Open Championship, where Rory McIlroy hasn't won it since 2014. Gunner, should we mention uh, the greatest golfer on earth, the swamp-ass legend himself, uh, Lucas <laughs> probably Glover? should. <laughs> what the hell is going on? Pick the can right time get, to get hot. Can we get the man, like, some, some sweat-wicking underwear or some pants? <laughs> Honestly, just let him wear shorts if his gitch is getting up like that. Like, that was... Buddy, it doesn't. If that's what he looks like in pants, it ain't gonna be much better in shorts. It's gonna be <laughs> just a lot of stuff going a on. Mess. That baby's yeah, a mess. Uh, we had a uh, we had a mutual friend of ours texting us asking, "Do I look like this uh, on the course?" Because he's a sweaty guy out there. I can't believe it. It's the most haggard. Like, he looked like Happy Gilmore's caddy by the time the tournament was over. How do you get so sweaty? It's just it's yeah. unbelievable. So his his PGA Tour wins. Um, he won two weeks in a row, obviously, at a really good time. He won once in 2021, I want to say, maybe the John Deere Classic. I think that's, I yes, I have okay. that right. And then since then, it was before, it was like 2011, uh, since 2021. Like, I cannot stress how good of timing Lucas got. Yeah. <laughs> like, truly. <laughs> like, to win those two, like, how much money did he make winning those two tourneys? Like, five million dollars in two weeks like that is i mean he's had a good career like he's obviously made a ton of he's probably made 40 or 50 million dollars in his career playing golf like he's always been on tour he's like a he's a you know he's a serviceable pga tour guy but the fact that he went out there and won those two especially around like Ryder cup time too like i don't think he'll get on there i don't think he'll be a captain's pick Mm -hmm. by any stretch of the imagination but like 
he gets a couple other top tens here. Like he's going to be propelling himself up those rankings. Like what a couple of weeks for Glover. I'm impressed, man. Like he played really good. He had to beat Cantley in a playoff. Like he's been excellent to finish this season. Yeah, thirty-five million. Uh, just just okay. past that in career earnings. So you're right there, and yeah, you probably got uh, five or six in the last two weeks. Not to mention all of the cash he's going to get from finishing as high as he's going to now in the FedEx Cup standings. Because outside of yeah. just throwing up over himself for the next two weeks, he's probably going to finish pretty pretty well there. He's so. ranked fourth. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. Like you would have to throw up all over yourself. Uh, this is uh, this is just for bunk hot board. Mm-hmm getting a hot board again you got you got fowler you got mcelroy you got scheffler Corey connors was flirting with the top for for a minute there so it is going to be a uh, an exciting exciting weekend uh in illinois for the bmw and i will say they are doing a better job of it now with the playoffs for a while there it was they weren't really doing a good job of broadcast in the bubble like they were just treating it like a golf tournament and then mm-hmm. at the very end of sunday they'd be like this putts to get in this putts not you got they're no, doing a much better that. job they're doing a much better job of kind of telling the story throughout the rounds of like no it doesn't matter where this guy is in the tournament it matters where he is in the standings can he get inside the top 30 and uh so far it looks like a couple of canadians uh and obviously a lot of golf left this weekend but taylor and connor should be uh, tracking pretty well uh to make it into the tour championship yeah, Svensson's having a tougher week this week. He's down 13 spots, so he's got to have a great weekend, fight his way back in. But you're right. They have done a much better job of, of like sort of portraying the actual race for the finish. So I, uh, I'm excited, man. It's a good, good few weeks to be hosting a golf show. That's yeah, for sure. It, it certainly is. Uh, keep the text coming. 590, 590. Include your name and location. If you're getting out this weekend, if you're getting out today, we want to know where. So hit us up on the text line there. Also, uh, going to check in on the CPKC Women's Open. The tournament director, Ryan Paul, is going to join us coming up next there. Our other national championship coming up this or next weekend. We'll, t- we'll get you set for that and continue to tee up the weekend at the BMW Championship. It's the golf show on Sportsnet 590. To the fan. Dive deep into Toronto sports and the NFL. The JD Bunkus podcast. Subscribe and download the show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. Golf show with a couple of golf guys right here on Sportsnet 590. The fan very, very happy to welcome in our guest today. Tournament director for the CPKC Women's Open, Ryan Paul, joining us now. Uh, Ryan, always love uh, getting you on to tee up the tournament. Thanks so much for jumping on with us. How are you doing today? Oh, doing, uh, doing fabulous. Thanks for, uh, thanks for having me on. Fabulous! Wow, that's uh, that's a high bar. Uh, hopefully, you can be feeling that way when the interview is uh, is over here in a, in a couple of minutes. So, uh, tournament taking place at uh, no, we make no promises. Uh, so we'll see how much you enjoy it. Uh, tournament being held at Shaughnessy this year. One of the things that I think is awesome about the Women's Open is how much it's been able to move uh, around the country. I believe it's off to Calgary next year. Of course, it's been in Ottawa. We've had it in our backyard in the past here in in Ontario as well. But what does it mean to the tournament to be able to kind of bounce around and? show off all the not only great courses but different types of golf our country has to offer yeah it's uh it, it's what makes this tournament so unique and special and i think outside of the majors uh in golf there aren't too many events that that have the ability to move around the country and or move around to different markets and, and showcase uh 
showcase professional golf uh, across Canada. And, and the fact that we can do that is, is just great. Uh, the fact that we tie that into uh, the charitable efforts uh, and really, you know, the main driver of CPKC's uh, involvement in this event is making that positive impact across the country. So we're bringing the golf tournament across the country. We're going to spectacular courses and showing off all the great golf clubs in Canada and, and making a difference uh, to children's hospitals across the country as well. So it's uh, it's just great for us. And to be at Shaughnessy is just is just amazing. And and now Shaughnessy being the only club uh, in Canada in the last 20 years to have hosted both an RBC Canadian Open and a CPKC Women's Open uh, is really special. I can't wait to see how the uh, how the players take on this course. Yeah, so talk about the course setup there. Like, you know, I was looking at the the field that you guys are bringing in uh, next weekend, and I'm really, really impressed with the with the with the stacked talent that's coming up to play. But talk about the course setup. I mean, talk about the wrinkle, how it's looking. Uh, you know, a week out here. You guys must be just super excited with how the course looks heading into that weekend. Yeah, the, the course looks fabulous. And, and when you have a stacked field like, like we have, I, I don't usually guarantee a, a score too often, but I definitely think you're going to see some, uh, some challenging scores. And, and you're not going to have that winner with, uh, with a two in front of their in, in the score, unless it's minus two. Shaughnessy <laughs> uh, is such a tough golf course. It's playing very firm, very fast. Uh, the rough is thick. So holding greens is going to be is going to be a challenge, and uh, strategy is going to be is going to be how you win this tournament. It's not a uh, it's not a grip and rip it course. You can you can go a little sideways, and then you're punching out of uh, punching out of trees because they're all over the place. So it's uh, it's it's meant for championship golf. We're bringing championship golf, so I'm excited to see how the uh, the world's best take that on. And from a fan experience side, it, it's such a great course because it's so easy to walk. Um, there's so many great views. And then on top of that, we have uh, either hospitality or public viewing structures on nine of the 18 holes. Uh, 17th, you mentioned at the ring hole, that's our signature hole, uh, doing everything Canadiana and, and celebrating uh, hockey and golf are two, are two uh, most passionate sports. So instead of rope lines, we have hockey boards up. We get, we get fans to come out, bang on the boards, jump on a Zamboni, take a photo. Uh, all the marshals are in, uh, are in referee outfits. Oh, yeah. uh, the team markers are goalie masks. You name it, we... We got it, and my favorite part of it is uh, in the early week when we bring the hockey net out and get some hockey sticks and try to teach these golfers how to uh, how to hold a hockey stick and shoot a puck. I, you know, some people may call that like hoser stuff, but like I'm so all in on that. Like, yeah, you know, me. When you come I up call here, it hoser stuff, and I love no, it. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> but like I, you know, I love that kind of stuff. You know, it's you know, it's a big part of our culture. You know, they, you know, obviously the hockey is pretty popular here and i uh i just i just love that we lean into that we do it at the men's open we do it at the women's open it's just you know it's fun get them loosened up a little bit see what they're see what they can do maybe you surprise somebody somebody from the meal the the field will surprise you right yeah and and i i've been part of uh the rbc canadian open and cbkc women's open uh, since 2007 and when we brought the rink forward in 2017 and, and as you know it was just at the rbc canadian open for for the first few years so we're glad that we have it on on both but the word gimmicky was, was certainly mentioned a lot and especially when we when we just pitched the idea and it was like eh, you know i don't get it and, and now uh, what you saw at oakdale this year with you know fans taking their shirts off and swinging around and swinging out canada as players are coming in, it was a wild scene to see how much it's grown for that tournament is great. And then uh, it's starting to, to build on, on the, uh, the CBKC women's open side too. So um, hopefully we'll get to that level as well. Well, you mentioned Oakdale there, Ryan. It just, I can't help but imagine that having this tournament 
the first one in Canada for the women after what happened at the Canadian Open for the men here. Like, you, you know, it's just got to be some momentum. We talked. I read an article by Adam Stanley in the Washington Post yesterday about the amount of uh, momentum with Canadian golf. It just feels like a really great time to be holding a golf tournament in Canada. It just feels like it's so hot. And Brooke Henderson, ton of pressure on her, obviously, but she's she's ready for that. She's obviously won this tourney. Just feels like a great time for Canadian golf and to be hosting this tournament. Yeah, isn't it? It seems like every week there's there's someone winning on some tour uh, with the Canadian flag on their uh, on their leaderboard. So it's it's great to see um, all these Canadians playing playing so well. Brooke Henderson's already won this year. Elena Sharp won uh, as well from the women's side. So they'll both be at, at Shaughnessy. And I think the the way that Canadian golf's growing is is remarkable. And um, I wouldn't be surprised if we uh, if we had a Canadian Leaf uh, at the top of the leaderboard this week because yeah. if you see with Brooke, I, I, she feeds off that energy. Um, mm-hmm. It's not it's not pressure. It's uh, it's what she it's what she loves to uh, to have. Yeah, I know I'm not telling you anything uh, you don't know, but we all gave Nick Taylor uh, a lot of credit this summer, and rightfully so, but I'd love Brooke to get her, her moment because when she won it, I think it was 2017 or 2018 in Regina, the tea times all got bumped up, and it was on TV, but it didn't quite have that kind of crescendo built throughout the day. It was snowing. She's wearing snow pants there. Like <laughs> I would love for her to have a do-over at this in lovely, sunny Shaughnessy. So, yeah, I yes, know, I know uh, nobody here would, uh, would, would balk at that, but, you know, McKee mentioned it, the, the field that, that you guys have been able to, to get here. I mean, again, like we always uh, compare it to the men's tournament and so much of that is the, the sponsor. What is it that allows you guys to have such a great field? I mean, again, like you look at the top players in the world, they're all going to be there. Roj Zhang in attendance. That is a, a sexy, sexy name in women's golf or just golf in general right now. What is it about the tournament that's able to draw such a star-studded field? Yeah, it, it, it's so many things, and and I think the you know the, the stereotype and the notion of what everyone thinks of women's golf is that they all go to the same tournaments. They just all go to all of them because they have to, and that's really not the case. That women's golf is continuing to grow and grow, and players are becoming more selective with with their schedules. So to see such a star-studded field come to Canada is is great because not every tournament is getting that. And uh, when we do our recruiting at the beginning of the year and, and making sure that these players are coming, it's it's a mix of everything that. Um, kind of draws them to Canada. And one, the purse is a very strong purse, so that's always an easy one to fall back on. But the courses that we go to are world-class, and they love to play uh, these courses. The communities are just so embracing of the tournaments, uh, regardless of where we are. I know you, you named off all the cities that we've, we've played in, but Vancouver and Calgary and Edmonton and Winnipeg, Ottawa, Toronto, like uh, Montreal. So they're, wherever we go, it's just so embracing, and, and they it, they feel so welcomed. And Nellie Corda, she said it best last year that, just with the the setup and and the fans and the engagement from this tournament, it, it's a major. It's got that major feel. It might not have the title uh, of a major, but they do treat it like one. And um, it's the winner is always a major caliber. Yeah, yeah. You have had uh, some super studly winners uh, over the years. And again, if a Canadian wants to uh, pop their name back up to the top of that leaderboard, I know you wouldn't be complaining. Uh, good luck. I know it's going to be a busy uh, week or two now from you from now until the end of the tournament. But it's not like you've been sitting back uh, relaxing. So I know it's a ton of work to put these things together. Uh, but I know it's going to be an awesome event. So thanks so much for jumping on with us, Ryan. Well, thanks for having me. And, and to call Shaughnessy home for the last three weeks isn't a, isn't a bad office to have. So it's uh, it's busy work, but it's a lot of fun, and can't wait to have everyone come out next week.
Uh, that's awesome. Uh, there he is, uh, Ryan Paul, tournament director for the CPKC Women's Open. That's going to run next week at Shaughnessy oh. Golf and Country Club out in BC. It looks spectacular. Cannot oh, yeah. wait to see the rink hole and the trees and the greenery there. Mm. Just looks wonderful. Can't wait, honestly. It's, it's, it's a very appealing to the eye on TV course like mm. it just it's very you'll see the pictures our boy stanley's tweeting out it just looks so nice and so just rich in color i just i'm i love golf i don't know if you know that about me or not but uh, there's just something i'm also about that oh do you know uh, you know when golf courses actually look really good you no, said the word color there no in the fall when there's yeah, great. leaves yeah awesome showing and you off your, you, you hit your drive two feet off the fairway and you're digging through a pile of leaves trying to find it it's really fun i really love that's that. when it looks beautiful that's when it looks yeah. the most beautiful, fall golf. Um, Our boy so, Adam Stanley would agree. Yeah, you dorks can wear your vests. Um, <laughs> global stuff. I, I pulled up the CPKC Women's Open website, and I was re- yep. doing the reading about the field. And, you know, the title of it is Global Stars to Take on Defending Champion wow. and Canadian Sensation Brooke Henderson at the 2023 CPKC Women's Open. And, you know, part of me is like, God, that's a lot of pressure to put on the back of Brooke Henderson. But then the other part of me is like, no, she can handle it. She's fine. Like she's really great. And she's a two time major winner. And she's won more than yep. any other Canadian golfer has won in history. She can handle it. So like I considered, like I was thinking about what we were going to talk to, talk to Ryan about. I was like, ah, is it too much? Is it too much pressure and all this? And then I was like, no, that's dumb. She can handle the pressure. She's really, really good. and has been for a long time. If it, if it was going to get to her, it was going to be last year where it was in Ottawa. And, mm-hmm. I mean, we talked to Stanley about this. It's like he said there was a, a lineup outside of Golf Town, and it looked like it was like six blocks long just to get oh, a chance yeah, for that. a meet and yeah. greet with her, right? Like, mm-hmm. it was nuts. And I I don't have it in front of me, but I recall she got off to, like, kind of a slow start and then had a Brook weekend, and it was fine. But, yeah, if the pressure – if if she could handle last year of basically a home game in Ottawa being on the complete other side of the country, uh, it'll be easy. And again, like she, you know, I know this is a little overstated. They love to talk about that. She was a hockey player, but it's like, you know, she was a goalie. Okay. She just built a little, no, that little different. And I'll that do matters. that. I'll do. You can do with that. Whatever you want. I'm just telling you. It says a lot about a her in a lot of different ways. Boy, does it. Boy, does it. Let me tell you, a center might line up a putt just a little bit quicker. He might. <laughs> or she might. God love you, Brooke. Just pick um, it up. Just a hair. Just a hair. Just That's all we're asking one, for. One little bit unless, quicker. Unless you're playing with the cordas and then slow it all the way down because that breaks their brain. Like you've seen um, it. Late in tournament, Corda Henderson and Corda just wants to kill her because Brooke's yes. taken a thousand years. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, so we got a bunch of texts that we should probably get to here. Yeah, yeah. It actually, this, uh, this one, this one ahead. I want to ask you about. Mm. Okay, this one's from Chris in London. Okay. Is this true that NHL referee Garrett Rank lost the U.S. Mid-Am in a playoff one shot away from the Masters? So I saw him text this in. I looked at last year's Mid-Am results, and it wasn't there. I do recall Garrett, like, he's a good player. He I know makes he's an it amazing player. player. Well, I mean, he's like he's an amazing player. I want to be very clear about that. I also looked up his like, and I know the rankings are weird for these things, but it's like he's like the 480th best amateur golfer in the world, apparently. So the idea that there's just like 400. That's incredibly good, but also like (laughs) there's a a lot of room between that and like number one, you know, like there's a lot of room there. Uh, So I saw that. I could not get verification on that. I will say I think the mid-am 
is an awesome tournament. Like they had that firefighter from Boston who won it like three years in a row. Mm-hmm. And I know there is a, I, I refuse to look it up because there is definitely a definition of this is what makes you a mid amateur. I just like to think of it as dude with a job. Like if you yes. have a job, you're allowed to compete in the mid am. And it can't be as like a, you know, like a pro with a club or whatever. It's like, you're an investment banker. You're a lawyer. You're a firefighter, like Buddy, or you ref in the NHL. I think winning the mid-am is just so cool. I love that those guys get exemptions in all the majors and everything. I think it is awesome, awesome. Yeah, love that. So uh, a couple other texts here. This one's from Scott. Hitting Watson's Glen in Pickering. Sneaky good course. A little bit under the radar. Uh, Really like that course. Uh, Chipped in for birdie for a 79 there once. Maybe that's why I like it so much. If I three-putt... I might snap my putter. Wish me luck. So remind me to replace go- uh, golf with Scott because yeah. if you three putt and you snap your putter, then you are not a. Then you like John Rom wouldn't do that. Like and he's well, that's a, a hot. I my favorite thing is you can be as upset as you want. It just has to make sense. Like hey man, if you're scratch and you are playing terribly and you just can't find okay, like you can get. But if you suck. And you're just sucking. No, you don't get to be upset about that. Like you can go and reflect on that and go scream at yourself in the car on the ride home, whatever you want to do. But if you're playing the level of golf that is fair for you within some variation or another that to expect to play and you're getting worked up about it, you got to you got to settle down. Either just quit or learn to deal with it. One or the other. Uh, love that. Really sage advice from you there, Gunner. Thanks, uh, off to Or Lake Golf Course for a beautiful round in tiny Ontario from Allen. Or so Lake. T- tiny Ontario, if I recall correctly, that's up around Alliston, where I do have some family. But I don't know the. I don't know that I've heard of Or Lake. But I've I have mm. vivid memories of driving through Tiny. So it's either there or it might be. This is near and dear to your heart. Could be. Could be around the shores of Georgian Bay somewhere tiny mm. ontario so I spent a lot of time there at, as a kid too so that's why it's I'm, jumping out to me one or the other i'm looking at uh or lakes website looks pretty nice so okay. uh, maybe one for uh, down the road maybe um uh yeah we're running out of summer for that like I, it's we're at the point where i'm like thinking about plans i'm like i'm booking into october now um my home course sawmill gc in niagara 18 tonight with the lady 18 with the in-laws saturday and 18 again Sunday morning. Have a good one, boys, from Malcolm in Niagara. If, I wonder which if, one he's going to enjoy the most. Yeah, if he, uh, if, he hadn't, <laughs> if he hadn't moved to Calgary, I would have assumed that was a text from George Russick with the term <laughs> the lady in there. Uh, that's immediately where I went to, Niagara. And yeah, I think <laughs> I know which one. could be around. It could be. Very, very possible. Uh, it could be. Also, just uh, quickly, um, the, the uh, CPKC Women's Open going to Calgary next year. That's awesome for them. Uh, very happy for all our friends out there. Good luck. I hope you enjoy it. Love it. Uh, I'll read this one. You guys need your own show, LOL. Uh, you're listening to it. Secondly, yeah. he's teeing it at Crosswinds tomorrow. Adam and your Will. Fa- your favorite. We won't talk about crosswinds in my relationship with crosswinds i very much enjoyed the round we played there and i would just Mm. i would it's close to my house i'd love to play it with you again sometime bud no no comment or just no 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 or no comment (sighs) i got it i don't okay i rarely get into screaming matches with people in my life it does hasn't it doesn't happen very often but there was the person working at the 
pro shop there I may or may not have gotten a screaming match with over something that was very stupid on okay. their end. Okay. okay. I was I was like, hmm. On whose end? Theirs. Okay. Just clarifying that. Uh, uh, that these opinions belong to Sam McKee and Sam McKee alone. I love my time at Crosswinds. There we go. Uh, so, great uh, guys, great show. Thank you. In my opinion, Glover is a lock for the Ryder Cup. This is exactly why Americans wanted more captains picked so they can play pick the players who were hot. Don't forget Cl- Glover is a major championship champion, won the U.S. Open at Bethpage Black. Jarrett from Halifax, who is also hitting up Crowbush this afternoon. Barry the Ooh. lead. Hello. Nice yeah, one. Say, but yeah. Uh, tell us about Crowbush and then. Yeah. Tell us about Crowbush and then give us your Lucas Glover takes next time. But he's he's in consideration. Like we just did this last week with uh, with Bryson. Right. Mm-hmm. Of going through all the guys. And it's just when you look at the guys who are on the points list from seven to 12, which are the kind of de facto next picks, you just you tell me who you're taking Lucas Glover ahead of. I don't think yeah. you're taking him ahead of Shoffley. I don't think you're mm-hmm. taking him ahead of Spieth. Mm-hmm. I don't think you're taking him ahead of Morikawa. I don't think you're taking him ahead of mm-hmm. Keegan Bradley. That leaves Cameron Young and Sam Burns in the auto spots, and that also doesn't include Ricky Fowler, who's playing pretty well again. Like, he is, he is in the conversation. Zach Johnson and his band of nerds, the least cool Ryder Cup team the of dorks. all time. Yeah, some, uh, the fact that Mickelson not on there is all-timer. Like, he'd never yeah. be more at home in a place. But, yes. yeah, Stuart Sink. Yeah, on, just make Lucas Glover one of your vice captains. He fits right in yeah. with that group. Just let him cruise around in the golf cart, and he's with Sink, and he's with Freddie. Fred Couples was cool. I don't want to disparage him in yeah. all this. Well, but, yeah, I, yeah, no. Very cool, Fred Couples. But yeah, I don't know of any of those guys. Like of those guys in that group, who are you taking Glover ahead of? Shoffley, Spieth, Young, Morikawa, Bradley, Sam Burns. Like I'll hear that, but I think you probably pick Ricky Fowler ahead of Sam Burns. You know? Yeah, completely agree with everything you said there. It's so. Who would you take if it if it comes down to uh, if it comes down to Fowler and Glover for the last spot? Bryson. Who would you take? Bryson over both of them. Uh, yeah. Actually, actually, or like, cause I, I'll yeah, hear yeah, that way. take too. I'll no, hear I that mean, too for sure. Okay, Bryson should be on the team. He won't be because I think there'll be some. Well, I don't know. They're, the they're thawing of uh, yeah. thawing from the Cold War after he's hitting nukes at uh, wherever oh, they were playing a, the U.S. Did you see a clip of it? I don't even see yeah, a clip of it anymore. No, I saw. It. Oh, you I, did? I actually oh, okay. I didn't see a clip of him hitting it. I saw a clip of him standing there menacingly on the yeah. on the tee box. Uh, Ian in Brampton played Lionhead yesterday for our company's first inaugural tournament. Waited 15 years to play there. What a treat, but d- dang, those fairways are tight. Can confirm played there this year. Tight, tight fairways. Uh, could you imagine a um, Sportsnet golf tournament? No, 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 I can't. Wh- We're all working. No. When oh, would we right. go? Because like they'd have to take the station off the air for a day. We'd have to leave it to JR Sports Show just for, be, a, for the whole day. No, it'd just be it just it would just be uh, Daniele, and it could be David Sis's big break. Be the two of them just <laughs> holding down the fort for thirteen hours. <laughs> thirteen hour banger. Yeah. Well, we went uh, and had a two day invitational somewhere. Oh, I've heard worse ideas. As a crappy golfer who loves to play, you don't get mad. You celebrate the good shots. There it Eric is in Georgetown. Oh, I that's, love that. Uh, Eric. Oh, that's your boy. Oh yeah, it's your boy. Shout out Eric on a Friday. Best yeah, beard in uh, beer league I, hockey. I, he disagreed with me about the Leafs like three weeks ago when we were doing a morning show. I think I called him a bad guy. 
said you're a bad guy on the air and you told me <laughs> that I is feel couldn't be further from the truth. great level of shame about that uh i'll sneak one more in here i'll be mm. playing at Sagin golf club in port elgin saturday oh yeah i've played there sunday jd from this will shock you port elgin is where he is from mm. i've not played there i've not no it's uh port elgin's up my neck of the woods uh there's a couple okay. cool courses over there but Sagin's actually really good and if I wasn't just addicted to playing Legacy Ridge, like I would make the twenty minute drive and go play Soggy in once in a while, but like just too good at Legacy, baby. I love hey, it. Hey, I get so. it. I get it. When you have a place you like and it's close by, it's hard to uh hard to tear yourself away from it. I uh I, I get that. So are you are you teeing it at all else this weekend nope. or you're just full in folk fest mode? No, I'm folk fest. I'm I'm uh I'm folking hard. Uh no no Whoa. golf anymore. Uh, yeah. Um Okay. Ooh. Hey what, Sam, what's happening? for a mix of for a mix of golf and hockey, come play Perry Sound Golf and Country Club, best six thousand yards in Canada, and visit the renovated Bobby Orr Hall of Fame. What a day! Okay, so my buddy, my buddy has a cottage in Perry Sound. We went up a couple years ago to play Sagan Valley, or a couple, not a couple days ago, a couple lot two summers ago. I don't know. COVID broke my brain. At some point in the not too distant future, we played uh, up there. I have driven past the Bobby Hall Hall of Fame, not since it's been renovated, uh, apparently. Oh, Bobby Hall. Bobby uh, Orr. Or Bobby Orr, yes. Uh, I, I don't, don't know. Go to the Bobby. No, I do I not. Go to let, me, Bobby Hall. <laughs> let me tell you. It'd be like, and here's the room on his views on things, and it's just screaming. Uh, but yes, Bobby Orr. Who, it's like, uh, remember, just, remember, just to be perfectly clear, has some views on things as well that maybe you do or don't want. You know, but, the Bobby, the Bobby Hall of Fame. Remember when you used to go to like the Blockbuster and there'd be like yes. the room at the back with like yeah. a curtain. That's oh yeah, that's that. <laughs> oh god, that's. I'm dark. glad we're almost done here. Uh, so am I. But uh, basically, what I'm getting at is, shout out. I'm gonna bug my buddy Daniel, and we're gonna go up to his cottage. Uh, if not this summer, next, and we're gonna go play the Perry Sound uh, Golf Club. Shout out to everybody teeing it this weekend. Shout out to all of our, our guys and girls grinding with us uh, throughout a, a weekday show here. Sammy, this was a blast, bud. Pleasure. I know you're not teeing it. I'm going to go no. uh, golf coach tomorrow morning, take a gourd to the range. That'll be the extent of my golfing exploits. Uh, it's been the Golf Show. Get it wherever you get your pods where you're listening right now. Golf Show on Sportsnet 590 The Fan.